Worst X Men ever. I blow up on it. It's definitely worth worth taking a look at it. It's uh, it's an interesting book. It actually is called Worst X Men ever. I was totally joking. Oh my goodness. Michael yeah. Walsh. He also did uh, Secret Avengers. He was, you know, he's a local guy. Went to the uh, went to Big B. No way. Yeah, he's a, he, like you mean he worked at the Big B or no? No, he he was just uh, he was like me. He would go there every week, and he's been going there. He's a young guy and uh, local artist. Hmm. And he's just kind of made it big. You know, to be That's working pretty for big, awesome. uh, well, be working for for Marvel. He's had some. He's. Hey, you've been able to do an Avengers book and an X-Men book? Huh. Not too shabby. That's pretty good. And on that note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Geeks with Kids. I'm your host tonight, uh, Aaron, and this is our weekly podcast where we talk about everything parenty and geeky and everything else kind of in between. And as I said already, I'm your host, Aaron, and uh, back with us are... Two returning guests. Uh, first up, we've got uh, Mark back from Dance Robot Dance. Say hi, Mark. Yeah, the invasion of Dance Robot Dance on Geeks with Kids continues for its third week, I think. So. <laughs> it might even be longer than that. Uh, I don't know. I know we're three weeks running for sure right now. So because yeah, uh, yeah. Christy, Christy did two weeks ago, and then Christy and I did last week, and now I'm back again. So that's right. Three, yeah, Just taking right. over. <laughs> Just taking over. See, rather our two and a half hour long podcasts aren't enough for us apparently. <laughs> See, rather than steal your material, we'll just have you guys on. I think that's what so, I think that's Spears' uh, current idea for how to to treat us. Just like, well, if we're going to steal their bits, we may as well just steal them as much yep. as we can. So, <laughs> come to the dark side, punch and pie and scotch, uh, lots of scotch. I would argue that dance robot dance is the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Coming I, would, to the lights. I would venture to guess that, yeah, I would venture to guess that uh, most of my co-hosts would agree. So, oh, totally. You guys are like the devil. We're the angel on the shoulder kind of yeah, thing. We are. We are the dark side of uh, Eric, <laughs> Eric's podcasting ventures, I guess. So, <laughs> sort of a yeah division of personality types there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You guys are the chaotic evil. We're the lawful neutral. Good. Lawful good. Uh, I don't know about lawful. Mm, you're maybe all, you're all you're all teachers and parents. You're closer to closer to it than we are. Hey, not all of us. True. No. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome back to regular Lando James. Oh yeah, we're not calling you a Lando anymore. What are we calling you now, James? I think I got graduated to Chewy. Okay, so welcome back, Chewy but, James. I'll, I'll take. <laughs> well, thank you for having me back. Right on. <laughs> So, um, this week, we got a couple of uh, geek topics that I think are kind of, one that's fun and one that's kind of, aww. 2016, you, um, you're awful. You're horrible. 2016 can totally sign out and go home for good now. Worst um, year ever. Oh, I know. Um, maybe we'll throw that into the into the mix there, too, like as a what was the, like your 2016 head shaking moment like so i guess we'll you know, roll in with a tent your head is your head is constantly it's been on a swivel I, and it's i like looking i i liken 2016 to darren Aronof- to a darren aronofsky movie where you feel like you're just you want to get up and go but you can't 
because there's a sack of kittens on the screen, and you have to find out what happens to the sack of kittens. And then many horrible things happen to the sack of kittens, and you want it to stop, but it never does. And it's like, oh, God, why? Why, 2016? Why are you doing this to the sack of kittens? So I will say, get ro- 2016 got yeah. one thing right. We'll what get was to that it? Later. Okay. Um... 2016 Go Home You're Drunk uh, Ron Glass uh, Shepherd book from Firefly uh, passed away Barney Miller. Uh, 71, 71 years old yeah Barney Miller fame I never knew that and yeah. I'm pretty sure I watched a good chunk of Barney Miller when I was a kid I remember Abe Vigoda multi-generational one of, the, one of those multi-generational actors that you know people you look at him you go I remember him you know but yeah. you're right probably his, his, his most defining moment for for people of our age or people that are, you know are into genre, is that of Shepherd Book on, on Firefly? Mm-hmm. Something fourteen yeah. small episodes and a small part in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a very small part in that movie too. Yeah, which was kind of it was kind of nice. It gave a little bit of gave a little bit of an extra emotional oomph to the story because it was like where's where's Shepard at the beginning of the movie where is he what's going on and it makes you wonder what was the fallout what happened and then like the moment in the movie where Mal is like Shepard one of these days you're going to have to like fill me in on your background and in total Joss fashion book goes no I don't and it's like that's why you're so awesome <laughs> is because you get the impression your that character Joss needs no explanation. Well, Joss probably had a, an amazing backstory. Probably would have been, you know, he. But he knew he was never going to get to it. Mm-hmm. Know, just one of those characters where it's just like, it's too big. It would have taken up a season. It would have been phenomenal. But yeah, you know, I'll never get to do it. Also, yeah. think like it, it adds. It adds to like. Joss is always big on uh, if I don't have to tell you what's going on, I won't. So you get to do some work, which is yes. always kind of a nice way for a writer to work. So um, yeah. I definitely think him not explaining it worked totally fine for me. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing expository about him yeah. whatsoever. Where it's like, oh, by the way, did you know that I used to do this? And I used to do this. And I used to do this as well. It's like, no, <laughs> we don't need to. You can just act it out and just kind of like lead us there or give us the clues to just get there on our own and that's that was one of the beautiful things about his character and his and his performance too was just always so on point that it was when he wanted to be or when he needed to be you know the the confidant he could when you needed him to be the um like a bit of the comic relief like the line where you're gonna, you know, you mess around with that girl, you're gonna go to a very special hell reserved, you know, for people like you and people who talk in the theater, kind of thing. Like those yeah, lines were, the, like, oh, the delivery was brilliant the on those. Yes, and the in hair. The river with the hair, <laughs> yes. and she freaks out with the dude. I had... like the uh, the mysterious backstory where they he suddenly has uh, alliance credentials and nobody knows why, and he won't explain it. I always like that. Uh, yes. And that little like, play, and then obviously because the show got cancelled, like, we never find out what was going on, but mm-hmm. it lets your brain uh, it lets your brain play, which is always nice. yeah, 
Yeah, and I love those kinds of TV shows. It's, it's the ones where they don't spoon-feed you anything. Where it's like, here's a crumb, and now think about what it is that you're actually eating. And I love it. Love those kinds of... Love those thought-provoking shows. He was very much like, you know, in in a cast of relatively unknowns, or, or you know, what would be the yeah. way of saying it? Mm-hmm. Very, you know... B-level celebrities. Nathan Fillion, everybody knew Nathan Fillion. They liked him. But he never got a show that actually lasted more than a, a few episodes, or he was never the lead character. Yeah, or he was uh, just... Daniel, you know. Daniel Baldwin was... Um, uh, was it Daniel Baldwin? Adam no. Baldwin. Adam, yeah. I'm sorry. Daniel Baldwin, you know, big round. Adam Baldwin. Again, one of those actors that's been around since he was in a teenager... Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people that you you know Gina Torres her big role had been you know in uh, Alias uh, uh, just no, the, the Cleopatra like twenty ninety nine oh yeah that's right oh my god that's right I forgot about that completely. oh my god you know, oh and those type of characters you know Jewel State nobody knew who Jewel State was she was mm-hmm. she was um, a local Canadian actress and and all these yeah. great actors Ron Glass was kind of the legitimizing person. Yeah, you know, he, true. He showed up, and he was it was almost like an Alec Guinness in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We need we need that veteran performance to show up and basically say, you know what, this is a really a, a real acted program. It's not mm-hmm. just going to be a you know a sci fi shoot 'em up type thing. Yeah, for and sure. He, and he he brought that. He was very much a grounding performance. With everything else, all the crazy stuff that was going on, he basically you know, brought it all back to this little community of people on mm-hmm. a spaceship. Yeah, like I like the tributes that the cast and Joss Whedon were putting out there in the uh, Twitterverse were very moving. They were like so awesome, and I think it was Jewel State, her one that she put out there about how she loved his laugh. If you ever get a chance to uh, grab the Firefly box set. And check out some of the special features because there are moments where they're interviewing him and he'll think of something funny and his laugh is, you know, totally infectious. It is so good. So, yeah. It's, it's sad. Again, 2016, you, you, ugh. I can't yeah, say I it, it here. <laughs> I can't say it. Ugh. I, I, I so think bad. it was, it was, he was one of those characters too, you know. As almost a tribute to him and, and to Joss, and I mean the rest of the characters, but he took something that could have been very, very heavy and, and really almost out of place in a show like Firefly or a show, a sci-fi show. Mm-hmm. Religion, religion on a on a show like that, it wasn't it wasn't played as heavy-handed. It was very close to what they did in uh, in like Mash. With, mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, Father McKay, uh, Father McKay, you know, it, it was it was religion, but it wasn't preaching. It yeah. was it was kind of bringing a real humanity to the characters and to the show, surrounded by a bunch of what really could have been really goofy uh, stuff. And, mm-hmm. and he played it very, you know, Father McKay. He's a perfect example of just just a good without dude being preachy. Yeah. He was he was he was a real human being. Yeah, and. Uh, it was one of those characters when he, when I heard that he had passed this weekend. It it really does it, it, it kind of catches you a little bit. He was very mm-hmm. young too. It was what, only seventy two. Yeah, seventy one, seventy two. Yeah, yeah, seventy one. 
you know, not an, you know, and then we just had Florence Henderson previous. Uh, yes. At 82, you know, so, you know, Mrs. Brady. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and they always say the rule of threes, and thankfully number three was, was somebody that, you know, should have been gone a long time ago. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, 2016's like I think rule. I think rule of three might be rule of thirty this time around because it's been nonstop. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we just yeah. got through Leonard Cohen and everybody yeah. in that oh. group, and then this ending with uh, well Fidel Castro on Friday, and yeah, yeah. oh my god, like that's and then Ron Glass kind of ran, you know finishes that up, mm-hmm. and then there was a number of other directors and, and all these these other very influential people and unfortunately I don't have their names in front of us but there was a there was a number of very significant passings this mm-hmm. weekend people tied to movies that, that we all talked about at this time yeah I think we can put 2016 to rest I know we're still over a month away but I think you know what 2016 you're done you know hang it up go home <laughs> you know you know just sit, yeah. one would hope but yeah it always gets worse around Christmas time too. It always does. Yeah. I don't believe it. Wow. On to something at least a little bit not so good, but kind of like you got to give you got to give this guy credit for it. Um, Kevin Smith for the longest time now has been going uh, uh, going on about how he wants to revitalize uh, Buckaroo Banzai as a TV series, and it's close. Like it 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 was going to happen. Uh, until recently, it comes out that MGM is going to go back and sue the original director and writer of Buckaroo Banzai so that they can secure the rights for Kevin Smith. And class act that Kevin Smith is, is like, whoa, 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 time out. <laughs> I don't want any kind of like bad blood here. I'm out. Thoughts on, uh, thoughts on Kevin Smith bowing out? Classy move. Yeah, it's a classy move. Like Kevin Smith's always been like he's a pretty. He always seems like a super solid guy. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of him doing. I mean, he badmouths a lot of people, but I think most of them usually have it coming. Because I don't know if you've ever heard him rant about like Bruce Willis or whatever. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a big fan of Bruce Willis. But I mean, aside from that, usually like in this kind of circumstance, he's definitely like he's going to take the the high road. And yeah, I think he definitely did. The video was. 10 minutes long and could have been a little bit more succinct, but that's not Kevin Smith's style. <laughs> well, Kevin, Kevin Smith is uh, not known for being on on topic for long. No. no, no. So, what were some of the finer mark? What were some of the finer points of the of the video that kind of like stuck out? Was there anything um, anything poignant uh, in his departure? Or? Well, it's just mainly that like, he was completely blindsided by what was going on. Like, he didn't know what was happening, and it kind of... He was down in Florida or something like that, visiting his mom, I guess, um, and was just kind of doing some prep for something else. And right. the news kind of hit him, like, you know, like the, the old Google alert for his name, and then uh, it came up to him that, like, yeah, MGM was suing um, the, the two creators of Buckaroo Banzai for the rights, and he was like, no, that's not cool i don't i don't want that so he ostensibly just backed out on the video itself i don't know if he actually had must have talked to somebody um, mm-hmm. but he didn't uh, i, I read an article that he basically told his agent as soon as he found out yeah that uh that he was out and that if they wanted to get everything sorted out they could come back and talk to him but why would they want to yeah, yeah well, and, it, and in his in his 
defense, he says, listen, no money has changed hands. Yeah. I don't have a signed contract on this. And you're turning around and suing people in my name? Yeah. You know, not cool. Well, I mean, as soon as you th- you're going to throw his name out, like, because what, what, what ends up happening, and it's exactly what happened, was when they f- people find out about the lawsuit, they're going back and they're like, MGM's doing this for Kevin Smith, which is just like, if you're him, <laughs> that sucks, right? So mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially where it's like, whoa, 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 I had no idea this was <laughs> happening. Yeah. Why is yeah. my name all over this? So, he, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so busy, so hopefully he'll find something. He'll land on his feet, I think. Well, um, I think he's oh. doing pretty well with uh, with everything with DC right now. I mean, his, his mm-hmm. episode of Flash just aired last week. He's doing an episode of Supergirl. Yeah, his and Flash episode last week was excellent, too. So. Excellent. And you know what? For a guy that was never known for doing action, yeah. there was a lot going on in that episode. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. He's sort of picking up the slack. I, still, I think they should... Uh, I honestly think they should give him... Um, I think they should give him the movie, but that's just me. Yeah. Well, they're definitely looking for an actor. Well, for a director, <laughs> or, or sorry, director. I mean, yeah, they're they're down three. They were talking about it on uh, on Fat Man on Batman, and uh, everybody's like, "Go do it." And he's like, "No, no, no, no." And I'm like, "No, dude, just go do it." You like, you have the heart for it. Go do it. Yes, but it's a different beast when you're working mm-hmm. on the movie side. The movie side is, you know, you, you've got the DC TV side. They've kind of got their own little. World, yeah. you know, when yeah. you're is working that, within that constraint that they have for the movies right now, seems to be from the studio heads <laughs> that want to control things. I know Jeff; jo- it'll be very interesting to see what Jeff Johns is yeah. able to do and how much he's able to control. When when everybody when everybody says it's the DC heads that are like ruining the DC movies, I always picture like some sort of like office with like some five headed dragon <laughs> or some sort of like Hydra of I was sorts. Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Ah, <laughs> that would be even better. Warner Brothers and their sister dot. But you know what? They would actually. I think. Uh, I think they would actually kind of get it right in a very absurdist kind of way. And I think you know what? Suicide Squad would have been a lot better if it actually was the Animaniacs in charge. I just sat down the other night. Uh, it was on the box and started watching a bit of the uh, Suicide Squad again. Oh, why? Why? I look glutton for punishment, you know, and and I really, really, really want to like it. And so, so did I, but I realized after the second watch through that uh, that was not going to happen, and I should just give oh. up. No, I, I think at that point, the box set or the DVD, I <laughs> be, because I think that there's there's a glimmer of something there, but it just got washed away with right a great down, even, big steak even dinner. <laughs> Well, the, well that, that whole introduction, I'm watching the introduction again, the Amanda Waller sitting there explaining who everybody is. The vignettes are, are very interesting. The Joker, Jared Leto's Joker... Was underused. Not, <laughs> no, was, was not... I don't think he was... You know, unless there was something more to him, but his Joker really did not serve a purpose in the movie. Well, they, uh, there was rumors going around that he was not happy. He had been cut down significantly compared to how many scenes he'd actually done. So well, they I said guess... they shot a lot of stuff, but but none of his stuff is cohesive to the story. Like, he just well, shows up. To be fair, none of the story is cohesive to itself. So That is fair. But even little things like when they have the introduction of all the groups and they're going, okay, here's Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang is the most underwritten character. You give him... An introduction, 
you see him knocking over the guys, and then he does absolutely nothing for the rest of the movie, except for make the odd quip. Yeah, it was basically just like a way to introduce Flash into <laughs> into yeah. this movie, and it was like, why? The rest of the time he's running around with that unicorn stuffed under his, his, his arm, a blade in his hands, they don't show any of his skills, he's a guy that's basically holding a knife that he can mm-hmm. throw. And then, and then the uh, the Adam Baldwin character, the Adam Beach character, Adam, Bald- Adam Beach character, <laughs> uh, Slipknot, doesn't even get an introduction. He just shows up to get his head blown off. He's literally in the movie for like three minutes. Yet he's on every poster. <laughs> he's he's got mm. more more poster time than you know everybody else in the. Who's this guy? The- Walking corpse. <laughs> to be fair, that movie was the Harley Quinn show, and it was never going to be anything but the Harley Quinn show. So mm. you're not gonna, like having all those other characters there, even having Will Smith there was almost like it was going to be Will Smith based on Will Smith's star power, and Harley Quinn based on Margot Robbie being hot, and then a cameo by the Joker and a cameo by Batfleck, and everybody else is going to be superfluous to the story. Mm-hmm. And, and the the editing style ruined the movie. Yeah, you get a bunch of guys that cut a trailer to make the movie. Betrayed could have been could have been betrayed by been the trailer. Better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best yeah. best trailers of the year. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a, both the both the big trailers were excellent. So what are you gonna do? You can always yeah. just watch those when you pull out that Blu-ray. That I pretty know, much. That's, <laughs> that's I don't know why you up. bought. I, I haven't bought it yet. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for it to go on sale. Ah, fair Save your that's money. What I did with Batman. That's what I well, that's what I did with Batman Superman. Go buy the box set fair, of Buckaroo Bonsai. To be fair, I'll probably buy it too at some point when I can get it for five bucks. I bought I bought Green Lantern when I found it for four bucks at Best Buy one day. Oh my so god. I got it for Christmas. That's four dollars that you could have put towards coffee. That you could have put towards beer. <laughs> you could have put towards steel something. box. Ooh. Steel box Blu ray. So you spent some money on it then. No, right? no, uh, I got it as a Christmas present. Oh, okay, fair enough. I have watched that... it a couple times though. I've only I've, <laughs> I've only seen that movie once. Uh, it did not uh, even it didn't even inspire me to go back and watch it again when it came to home video to see if I could find something redeeming in it. Um, Ryan Reynolds redeemed himself this past spring or winter with Deadpool. Yeah. Before it, so. Yep. Yep. He done good. He's back. Yes, he did. Yeah. And then with Goodwill, he's kind of floundered a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I guess they did. They got. I mean, I think you guys covered it too. They they did get them get themselves a new director, so mm-hmm. someone that might toe the line a little bit. Uh, well, he's the director from John Wick, which is yeah. hopefully. <laughs> and this we talked about this on. We we can go listen to Dance for about Dance. You can hear my opinion on this elsewhere too. But, uh, I don't I really think two and a half hour. Having. Uh, <laughs> Having a good action director and then having Ryan Reynolds and those writers do the deal with the comedy beats, I think yeah. you're, you're going to be good to go. I think that's a I think that's a good formula on uh, on paper. We'll see once the movie comes out. We'll see. But, well, but I do I'll like reserve judgment for now. That he, now, wants, to sm- that he wants to keep it small. Yeah, yeah. and that's good the, the, because then you're not going to get bogged down by too much. Like but so that's long also as the, what made it work too. Yeah. And it keeps the bean counters. It keeps the red tapers happy because you're not blowing, a, you're not blowing a two hundred, three hundred million dollar budget, uh, well, special effects Kevin, budget. You know? speaking, speaking of Kevin, Kevin Smith, I mean that was one of the things that he says. Hey, listen, I make movies that cost three to four 
to $10 million. Mm-hmm. That's it. I only have to make my money back. He says, I can continue doing this, make a, a really good living, making the movies that I want to make, and people leave me alone. The minute that you get into a budget where you're expected to bring in 200, 300, 700 million dollars to cover, in order to break even in your movie, he says, you have everybody looking at you. You cannot make a mistake. He says, I can make every mistake in the world and get funding for my next film without even missing a beat. And, and, uh, you know, that's that's kind of a a neat way of looking at it. Ryan Reynolds is doing the same thing. Hey, listen, give me 20 million. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, be, don't give be, me more. He's got to be more. It's got to be more than that at this point. That, those movies are. Well, he'll hey, he'll take the profit on it, but yeah. at the same time, he'll he'll take the profit. But if you get if he's getting points and profits, which is I think what he got in in. Uh, oh, he in, definitely in took Deadpool. a back end cut. Um, and and it was amazing because it's the highest grossing movie, R rated movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if yeah. he's taking points on that, George Lucas built an empire off of <laughs> points. Uh-huh. I see what you did there. Empire. <laughs> Actually, he did, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. See, I am clever. Yeah, you you work. You can stay. <laughs> so I'm not even going to try and, like, come up with, like, a creative segue. I'm going to... I think we can table this, that Kevin Smith is classy, and let's move on to... Uh, let's move on to the next uh, segment. So I'm I've been running short on material lately so I figured today what a great way just to kind of just dig into and get ready for the Christmas season by talking about Christmas as much as possible. So I figured uh why don't we go through some of like our favorite Christmas stuffs uh that maybe that we enjoy or that you know memories that we have about Christmas and the I Christmas was, times. I was bordering on Bah Humbug today. I was at the mall. Why? What happened? And I was at the Costco. Oh, just in general. Just, just people? You know, you, you, when you get in there and you start walking, you went, like I went with specific items. The other day I was out with Chuck and and she had, uh, she's having a very geeky Christmas, at least on my half. And, uh, Do tell. Before we, before we get into your, before we get into your evil, evil, evil people citizens, uh, rant, what are some, uh, what are some of your, uh, geek things that she can be looking forward to or that you well, got lined up? Geeky things that she has asked for that I cannot get at the moment. Uh, Harley Quinn pants, <laughs> or Gryffindor shirts. And, and I think this is what kind of led to my frustration is things that have been around that right. I saw that I could have had my hands on two months ago are now nowhere to be seen. Right. And right. things like sizes. You know, when you go into a store and they've got a stack of shirts and you go, can I have a medium? Sorry, no mediums. Can you ask for a medium at another store? No mediums there. Are you guys going to be getting any more mediums? No, we're not getting any more mediums. How do you not get medium? It's not like I went in there looking for the extra small or the extra large. Or, right. I'm asking for the middle. <laughs> Have a lot of the middle. Yeah, the one that you would think and, would be the most, yeah. Yeah, and, it's, it, and I think that's what kind of led to my frustration. But it's little things like the mall is a place I vowed years ago I would try to avoid at this time of year. Due to circumstances, I'm now going out to the mall and trying to get certain things. And it wasn't that Chuck had a... A, a lengthy list. She's not mm-hmm. like that. She had a very reasonable list. 
Yeah, but you're trying to come Nerf through. gun, you know. Yeah, you, you want to get as many things on the list, you know, as, as much as in question. There was a few items that I went, I'm not paying $50 for this or $70 for that. Uh-huh. She understands that. We explain, you know, this is where money doesn't grow on trees. And, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm kind of going, I, I we went to Best Buy. I found a couple items that she really, really wanted. So I picked them up. And then you go to another store, HMV, and I find the exact two, same two items, half price. Oh. I'm just like, ah, you know, so... You can still my, return my them. trip from one place to another became trip back to the first place. Take <laughs> these two back. They're like, why are you taking them back? I don't want them. <laughs> I'm not even uh, getting into you're 50% cheaper elsewhere. So yep. people, do your shopping. Just because you see it, you know, buy it and then keep looking because you'll probably find it cheaper somewhere else. So it wasn't really it's people a, that were dragging you down. It was just no. The parking lots the, are a little nuts. So I will say, yeah. the parking lots are. Oh man! Did I ever tell you about the time I almost got hit by a car when I went Christmas shopping one year? Oh no! Oh man, it was awful. I was just walking through the parking lot, just going into the mall, and this woman comes like booting around and slams on her brakes. I'm in like the designated crosswalk area. And, like, I had to, like, kind of, like, take a step, and I kind of, like, stopped. I was in shock. And she guns the engine, like, move out of the way kind of, like, thing. And I'm like, you almost hit me. So it's like I'm walking, like, I start, like, walking away. I look back at her, and I wave, and I say, Merry Christmas. And she gives me the finger, and I'm like, come on. Christmas spirit here, people. <sighs> the parking lot is not for Christmas spirit. Mark, how about you? How's the... Uh, How's Christmas been for you so far this year? I've been, I honestly, I was just talking to my sister about, like, I barely even noticed that it was coming up, so it's, uh, I'm just starting to, like, actually think about it now, like, oh, time off is coming up, and I should do Christmas shopping and stuff like that, so. Yeah. It's been, uh, I don't have kids or anything like that that I have to, like, do big lists or anything like that for, so it's usually just, like, me and my family, and we're missing a member because he's in Korea, so. Um, it's usually just like three, four of us, and then that's the end of it. So yeah. it's not like it hasn't been like, oh, I have to go to the mall or I have to do any kind of shopping or anything like that. We'll probably end up, uh, I'll probably hit Amazon up at some point in the next couple of weeks and see what mom and dad want, and then uh, yeah, call yeah. it a day. I guess the, I get I get the easy stuff, right? So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm having a little fun right now, though. Uh, having a little bit of money in the pocket, and we, yeah, my cousins are all having having kids. We actually just had a new addition to the family last week and we got one more on the way just before Christmas and and uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a little culture in class so like even with my niece who's out in Calgary and I never get to see but uh, you know sending her a stormtrooper mask oh nice and then I bought her the you know here lies the dark side pajamas and it's all <laughs> stormtroopers and Darth Vader and uh, you know a few other knickknacks and that and uh even the little guys are getting like flash t-shirts and you know just class it up you know the parents are giving them sports stuff and that i'm giving them stuff that actually matters nice <laughs> sports what yeah. good is sports ever done for anybody I don't, you don't need another blue jay hat come on here wear the uh you know the captain america t-shirt or you know the the, the star wars this or the superman that yeah 
Definitely. And with the little guys who are all two, three, you know, they they appreciate it. You know, nothing, nothing beats a nice Spider-Man shirt. Exactly. Yeah. Something a little, something Marvel, something Spider-Man. Yeah. I would definitely, yeah, definitely go for that. I, I haven't even thought about Christmas shopping for anybody yet. Like I'm, like I'm horrible at Christmas shopping and this year it's going to be even worse because I usually save it to like, as soon as I go, like, cause I'm on the teacher schedule, I'll go as soon as like classes and everything are over. But this year it's so like, the 23rd. That, yeah, we end on Friday. <laughs> so I'll be out on Saturday on, on like new, like Christmas Eve doing the, like the, Oh man, I got to go and grab everything right now. So if anybody's listening, that, you're getting yeah, gift cards, lots of gift cards. <laughs> the dollar store is open and has actually has some pretty nice stuff. Hey man, uh, don't knock the dollar store. They've they're you know some of their merch that they're getting in there now is pretty quality. Like you can like pick up like Pokemon cards and Magic cards in there now, and it's like, geez, I didn't know you could buy these here. So <laughs> and uh, go through the tool aisle. You know, you can buy yeah. a lot of things in the tool aisle. The, don't knock the tool aisle either, man. Like I no, no, think I I think I painted two houses. I think I painted two houses with dollar store stuff. I think, uh, yeah, it came out to maybe like only like $4 worth of material for two. <laughs> for hey, two. you can get those rollers and forget about going to going to the big box stores. You go to the dollar store, you get your rollers, your paintbrush, uh, your trays. The only thing that you have to go there to get or to go to the big store for is the paint. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then uh, just, uh, just get the throwaway cans. <laughs> you need the painter's cap. So going back to Christmas stuff. So let's go with... Um, Maybe like um, uh, best Christmas memory uh, ever from any time period when, like, if you were a kid last year, you know, uh, James, we'll start with you. Uh, best Christmas memory for you. What was that? I think, you know, uh, being a parent, obviously the first couple, when especially when they can really get into it and they start interacting and playing, you know, the, and you're starting to see that with Mercury, too, probably. That, that time where it dawns on him that this is special. Oh yeah, he's and he's gearing up for it right now. Like it's um, like my best Christmas memory is going to be this year. I feel because yeah, because yeah, not only him but uh, Figs, she's going to get into it too. Like she's only going to be six months old, but I think she's <laughs> she's on light speed. She right will now. follow him. Oh my goodness! Yeah, this kid. Yeah, she's already go go go. So. But anyway, uh, sorry, James. Yeah, I, I, as a father, as a father, it was there was a you know a bike and uh, you know Santa Santa brought her a bike and it was sitting in front of the tree all put together and you know she jumped all over it. And it that was great. That was great. I think. <laughs> did that, you and, did you wrap it? No, big bow. <laughs> and I didn't. Santa Santa put a big bow on it. Okay. Uh, I will say that uh, Santa had some help getting it from. Canadian Tire, bought almost completely with Canadian Tire money. Awesome. <laughs> that was, I think, as, as, a, as a personal thing, that was like $70 in Canadian Tire money. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Little pink bike, basket, horn, bell, you, you name it, streamers. That's, you know, that, the bike was done up very well. Nice. Well done. Uh, Mark, how about you? Best Christmas uh, memory ever? Oh, ever. Jeez, that's uh, 
That's a tall order. I don't even know. Um, I had to go like way back to when I was a kid, I guess. And like, I remember my brother and I getting our first like when we got our NES. We had a. Oh yeah. We were we were we 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 lads at that point, and it was. Uh, I think that was kind of fun. I can't. At this point, Christmas is just like I just enjoy getting together with my family and stuff because I'm up in the GTA and they're mm-hmm. down in Niagara, so I don't get to see them as much as I did when I lived back there. So. Um, yeah. That's kind of the way it is now. Especially my uh, all my cousins and stuff have like little ones, like they have kids and stuff like that, and it's kind of fun to watch them like rampage <laughs> around with their new toys and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my little my little pseudo nephew who loves to show me all the superhero stuff. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Who's his uh, Who's his uh, favorites uh, out of the superheroes? He's a Cap guy, actually. Oh really? Like, much to my chagrin, he loves Captain America. I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to convert him. I'm trying to convert him. Uh, I'm hoping at some point I'll get him over to Batman and uh, leave him there. But <laughs> baby steps. So. There's yeah. room for both. Yep. All you got to do but is like, it, the, the, you know, he's part of Hydra. By the way, here's Batman. True. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. By the way, here's think, Batman the Lego Movie. So let's I watch. Think that, it. I think that might. Uh, I think that might break his heart if I showed him the Hydra stuff at this point. So. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, worst Christmas memory ever. Like, what was maybe like the Christmas where you were like, "Man, that is kind of a kick to the crotch." For me, it wasn't horrible, but it was. I'll never forget the Christmas where I figured out that Santa wasn't real, and it was simply because Santa forgot to take the price tags off of the miniature Star Wars. Um, die-cast metal play sets uh, that they had back in the 80s. Uh, Santa forgot to take the consumer distributing price tags off of them. And I was like, why did Santa go to consumer distrib... Oh. And I was like, alright. Still, what a great story. This charade's over. (laughs) Yeah. But that was probably like the worst. Well, not the worst, but it was just like the... The, like the realization that the magic is kind of over, you know. See, and, and I think what I miss, <laughs> what I, what I miss about Christmas was, you got the wish book, you got the consumer catalog. Yeah. That's when Christmas officially started mm-hmm. because you could start plotting things out, and it was you you spent every night going back through the book over and over and over because yeah. there was and it was you'd take a look at the catalog would always get worn out in that one section. Yep, yeah. the Star Wars section where they laid them all out in like these perfect dioramas, and it was like, oh, Hoth set, oh, Adat Walker. What was a toy that you you wanted? Was there ever one toy that you absolutely wanted for Christmas or for Christmas and never got? I would have to say the Adat Walker, and then like my f- my friends the down Adat the street, Walker. they got two of them. They got one for each of them. I'm like, that's. I'm flipping a table oh. on that one. I was like, no! Why can't I have one? And I end up getting not the uh, not the G.I. Joe Tomcat. I got the other one with the inverted wings. I was like, oh, it's still oh, a the car, or the, 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 uh Oh, yes, I remember. The experimental flyer. Yeah, with the yellow like missiles and everything. Something. It's like, eh, it's all right. Yeah, I think that would be it. It would either be the Adat Walker or the Tomcat. From GI Joe, I think those were the ones that I wanted. Uh, what about you, James? Mark. Or yeah, Mark, go ahead. Uh, 
trying to think. I remember not. I remember getting an Optimus Prime and not getting a Megatron, and that really bummed me out at one point. <laughs> um, but Megatron was such a bad character in the toy. Yeah, the awesome toy- character in the show. Worst, worst figurine ever. The toy, yeah, the toy really kind of bit. But like it, uh, when I was. God, what would that have been? I would have been like four or five or something like that. It really wouldn't have mattered to me too much. I just wanted to have an, a Megatron to match up with my Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now I'm now in my 30s and I have the masterpiece of each of them, so oh, I guess man. that kind of makes up for it. But uh, <laughs> maybe not so much. So <laughs> no, definitely no. This uh, that's a total win there for nice sure. Nice when you can actually yeah. buy it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, and then. Not have not have to worry about kids touching it, because that's the reason. That's the reason. That's the one thing that keeps me up at night, is I know Mercury's gonna find that <laughs> that Rubbermaid bin full of boarded and in their in their wrappers and in their uh, in their plastic Star Wars figures. And I'm gonna come home one day, and those things are gonna be wide open everywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna cry with happiness and. <laughs> in a little bit. At least Maybe he's not playing. I don't know. The... I don't know about happiness, but uh... <laughs> at least he's playing with them. That was the hundred dollar figure. <laughs> Could have sold them. <laughs> was your college fund? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to college now, kids. So you might as well enjoy these things. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, James, what about you? Uh, the one toy that you always wanted but never got. Back of the consumers catalog, they had. Remember when they did the. Um, the, the little camcorder and it recorded on cassette tapes. Yes, the you little Fisher Price one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black. Yes, it was a black and white, and it was like my first camcorder. And you know me, I was I was wanting to make movies. I wanted to be Spielberg, and I thought if I get this camera, I'll be able <laughs> to go out and make. This is before anybody had, uh, you know, back when everybody was carrying the. The uh, the big rental camera, and you had to have the the side deck. Oh my god! Carried half your VCR with it. I had to carry one of those around Scotland with my parents. Man, never again. Never again. Anyway, yeah. And 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 this was this before we had got the family camcorder. Yep. The old VHS, full size VHS. This was a compact blue, really easy. And I thought, you know, and then you plugged it into the TV, and you could play right off of it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the old computers. Yep. And I always wanted one. But it was like $299. Oh, my God. You probably get it on eBay right now for a buck. Now I can record, do, do more on my phone. But uh, <laughs> that was always, that was, was one of the big ones. And uh, otherwise, I did pretty good. You know, I, I had an X-Wing. I had a Snowspeeder. I had uh, a couple of the play sets. You know, I had the figures when they came out in G.I. Joe. And I, you know, would always want to have the bases, but then my cousins would get the bases, mm-hmm. and I had a cousin you know, or two cousins that they had the flag, the USS flag. Oh yeah, the aircraft carrier. The aircraft carrier. They had the they had the planes. They had all that. So you looked at it and you went, "There's no room in our house for that." Yeah, that's fine. I'll use the couch. And those things were a lot of maintenance too, because like seriously, you gotta. A lot of little moving parts and things like that, and then you know, and then guns go missing and missiles go missing, and now you just got a boat, and it's like nobody just wants you just a boat. To, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and what do you do with the boat? You yeah, know, to me, always a, the best thing was some of the gifts that I didn't get. Yeah, 
Uh, you, you didn't need the G.I. Joe playset. We had the couch. You flipped the cushion, boom. Four. Oh, totally. Yeah. And the best part was, is when you got bored with it and you wanted to reconfigure, you flipped the cushions, boom. New fort. <laughs> Add a blanket, you got a mountain. Yep. And we got the figures. The figures actually worked out to be better than you know some of the vehicles. Mm-hmm. You get the big vehicles, so and they just keeping ro- keeping on rolling with uh, Christmas. Uh, let's go with some other favorites. Best Christmas movie ever. Uh, Mark, we'll start with you. What was what is the best Christmas mu- uh, Christmas movie ever? Uh, there's only one right answer to this, and it's Die Hard. Um, yes. Thank you. Anybody who says <laughs> Anybody who says otherwise is uh, is wrong. Very it's wrong. It's not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls off the Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, that and I, uh, my, so we have that we have a tradition at home. So we we go the, the our nuclear family, like the five of us, will we all go back to St. Catharines, uh, to my mom and dad's house. Uh, like Christmas Day, we go with like, the extended family and go to grandma's house and stuff like that. Still do to this day, and then uh, but uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, we all head down to St. Catharines. We order takeout, whether it be a mountain of Chinese food or too many pizzas, and we watch Die Hard, and then we watch Scrooged. So that's oh, those are the two. Nice. Scrooged. Yeah, yes. those are the two that we go through every year. So yeah, no, Die Hard is one of those. It was one of those later pickups when I sat down and, and really appreciated it. Oh man, I'd seen it back at the beginning, and then when you when you place it as the holiday movie, yeah. Yeah. It's got a time and place every year. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's like the perfect movie, man. They teach that script in uh, like if you go take like a screenwriting class, mm-hmm. they teach that <laughs> uh, script, which I have. Yes, yeah, they they teach. I know because I, t- I took one uh, when I was at university, and they were like one of the scripts they give you to like read and like and analyze is Die Hard, and I was just like, <laughs> can't argue with that. Can't argue with it. It's such a good movie, uh. and it's like the ultimate Christmas movie. Yeah, there's violence, the violence and swearing and all kinds of good stuff. There's, there's a beginning, big middle, foreshadowing, <laughs> yeah. and to think, and 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 it ties back. This year will be a, a big year because Alan Rickman is is no longer with us, so it, it's going to even have yeah. more poignant meaning. Meaning, we yeah, to, we get to we get to watch his first on screen death. So. His first, yes, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Alan Rickman, why? Oh, but to think that was his first role. Yeah, yeah. And then that's... from there, the man just picked up the, the uh, late late start of the career. So there's hope. Mm-hmm. That's true. There. That's true. Yep. Yep. You can pick up yep. and, and start something new. Also, uh, Kevin Smith alumni was in Dogma. So that is true. And yes. you know what? The other movie that you know, as far as Christmas movies, is uh, was it Love Actually? Oh. Another one of those Christmas movies with that great oh. cast. Yeah, I'll um, I've I had never seen it until Sarah showed it to me, and you know what? It's it's good, it's good. I can understand why so it many has, people it, enjoy it and like it. Yeah. Have you taken it? No, never seen <laughs> no, it. Or... I've seen it. I uh, it's a little too schmaltzy for my taste. It is. <laughs> I, I just like mm. some of the other characters, like the. Uh, it, well, Bilbo Baggins, That's you know, true. Martin Freeman, uh, mm-hmm. being in a role. All these British actors that you that you remember seeing, like yeah, the, and the young kid that takes off to the states, you know, because he's got an accent. I mean, I watched him on, uh, I think it was called Our Family. It was a British TV show, and 
he he was he was one of the lead characters on that, and it was just hmm. they were picking and choosing all these actors that I'd seen bits and pieces of, and then you had the main the mainstays like the Alan Rickmans and that, but uh, like a who's who of of you know British t- cinema. Hmm. Yeah. Especially especially Rick um, uh, Rick from Walking Dead uh, with the cue cards. You know, that's so cute. Right. Oh, and Andrew Lincoln. <laughs> Andrew, yeah. well, yeah, Andrew Lincoln, pre yeah. pre uh, Carl, yeah, yeah. pre Walking Dead. <laughs> we now uh, know where Carl's mom is. She's Kira <laughs> Knightley. She's uh, Knightly. <laughs> she, she's, she's uh, what's her name? Swan. Yeah, Kira Knightley. Yeah, I mean, you take a look at everybody that's in that. You know, you Pirates of the Caribbean, Walking Dead, Lord of the Rings, Taken, Harry Harry <laughs> Potter, Taken. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Take it. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson, man. So Star Wars, if you want to go that way. You Star uh, Wars, there you go. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah. New Christmas. Harry Potter yeah. and uh, uh, oh, and then uh, Hugh Hugh Grant. Yeah. Yep. From the biggest fantasy of how the heck did he ever get uh, you know, his old girlfriend? Liz Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biggest idiot alive. Oh, worst oh. move ever. Yeah. <laughs> in the words right, of Jay so, Leno what were you thinking yeah. yeah so from Die Hard what would be the next best Christmas movie then that you would watch so so Marky already said Scrooge that, yeah. uh, James what would be your second pick so you just finished watching Die Hard what's the next one you put on usually usually it's TV shows you know like I'll oh, watch yeah? a you know, you watch the, the the same episodes like the Big Bang Theory, Christmas Special, you know all those mm-hmm. type of ones. Um, the Fraggle Rock, Super or, or uh, Muppets Christmas. Oh, moment. the Muppet Family Christmas. Yes, yeah, that's my that that's my ultimate one. Christmas TV show. I love it. Yeah. I would say Definitely. yeah, when those things are come on. But as far as sitting down to watch a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. my attention span really kind of wavers at those I don't I don't have a lot of those yeah now I think part of it too is like my my uh, in-laws they will watch Christmas movies all year round I mean they would watch <laughs> Christmas with the cranks my daughter's now Chuck's been indoctrinated a little bit and she's we have to watch Christmas with the cranks it's July stop no <laughs> time and place uh. But uh, to me, it was like things like Rudolph and, and Frosty. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. For me, Even the Muppet are... one. Yeah. yeah, for me, the Muppet one, and um, uh, I haven't watched it in a long time, but it's good. And if it's on, I'll watch it. The the Mister Bean at Christmas. I'll watch that one. That's a good one. Turkey over the head. Yep. Exactly. Nope. <laughs> Much better. Uh, could we go with this? Uh, okay. Best Christmas song. Let me sleep. It's Chris. Uh, Let me sleep by Pearl Jam. I just got to throw a Pearl Jam reference in at some point. Nice. Ah, nice. Very nice. James, about you, best Christmas song. I'm trying to remember the title. It's uh, um, is it the Clash? Uh, Sing a little bit for us. Hashtag James sings. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag you don't want to hear that. (laughs) Um, There's a reason I always did set design. And let you guys sing. 
<laughs> Something about you know, stealing t- Santa's toys. Oh, what was the name of the song? It's driving me nuts. Uh, I heard it on cue the other day. But, we'll uh, have to, when we find out, we'll put it in the liners. Yeah. And and the other one, I mean, Bruce Springsteen's Santa's Come to Town. Yeah, yeah. Good pick. Um, it's, it's one of those where you just, you know, such a, you know, him calling out, you know, various cat, or like members of the E Street Band and, hey, Clarence. Yeah. And, I mean, that's such a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Good shout out. There was a Christmas album for me when it uh, came out when I was a kid. Uh, I was so stoked that it actually existed, and uh, uh, I finally found some recordings for it a couple years ago. And it's my all-time favorite Christmas album, and I never told Sarah until I actually like started playing it in the house one year. And she's like, what is this? And I'm like, it is the greatest Christmas album ever. It's my all-time favorite. And she's like, we've been together for how long now? And I'm only just finding this out. The Star Wars Christmas album. If you've <laughs> if you've never heard it, it is a work of art for kids and adults alike. My all-time favorite Christmas song, What Do You Get a Wookiee for Christmas When He Already Has a Comb? I'm gonna put that. Uh, I'm gonna put that in the uh, liner notes for everybody to enjoy because it is a great kids' Christmas song, and I played it for Mercury, and he started not only dancing to it but doing his uh, Wookiee impersonation to it. So, oh, very cool. My all-time fave. Um, okay, so that was TV, movie, music, uh, best Christmas uh, memories ever, and. Uh, Let's just leave it with uh, what are you looking forward to in uh, for Christmas 2016 uh, this year, or what are you hoping to get for Christmas 2016 this year? Uh, James, we'll start with you. Uh, I think a little bit of stability this year. It would be nice. I think you know, 2017, 2016 was a year of change in many, many mm-hmm. ways. 2017 is a year of... of uh, Riding the train and uh, you know, hopefully going down the right direction now. Right. On. I think that's that's probably the the highlight. Nice, good pick, Mark. Christmas twenty sixteen. What's your what's your wish and hopes? Uh, I I need some new symbols. I don't know. <laughs> I, cracked, <laughs> I cracked a couple symbols the last little while, so I think I need to I need some crash symbol replacements. Are you a um, drummer? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing since high school. So wow, yeah. Oh. So I, uh, but I tend to, I tend to, I tend to crack them every once in a while. So I've you got can to, crack uh, those things. I got my, got a symbol. Yeah, yeah. If you hit it on the edge the wrong way, or you catch it, like I like my, I like my rock hard and uh, gearing <laughs> towards metal, generally speaking. <laughs> so if I'm playing along to something that I, I'm listening to, uh, and I get a little overzealous, sometimes they crack. And I found a nice big crack in one of my big 18 inches today, so I was a little pissed off, but. Uh, <laughs> Other than that, I definitely need like a new job. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in job hunt mode right now. So. Oh yeah, what are you hoping to find? Uh, I'm, a, I'm looking to move into like I'm a senior graphic designer now. I'm looking to move into like art direction, like take a step up a little bit. So I want to move to an I want to move into an agency kind of situation and do work with some younger folk and like teach them mm. the ways of the uh, of graphic design and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Well, yeah. I, I think it's the, the Kinks' Father Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, if that's, I know. okay yeah, yeah, if I know. that's the song, I'm just going to play just a. This, this is it, yes. There you go. Nice. Put that, link in the, uh, put that link in the uh, comments here. I'll add it to our uh, liner notes. 
Because so I'm probably going to put a, I'll probably put a Christmas compilation together. So if anybody wants to contribute, uh, yeah, we'll start with we'll start with that. And uh, oh yeah, we'll throw Pearl, uh, we'll throw Pearl Jam in there too. Yeah. Throw in uh, Baby Please Come Home by you too too. Oh yes, Baby Please Come Home. Yeah, throwing that in there too. All right, and on that note, if you have. Any awesome Christmas tracks that you want to throw our way to put together the ultimate uh, 2016 Christmas playlist that basically say, see you later, 2016, you're out, Christmas music is in, please send it our way. So if you have some awesome Christmas memories you want to share with us or any other Christmas-related material, like I said, the music, then go check out our webpage, uh, ca. There you can find our Twitter address, our Facebook, uh, our Facebook uh, social media stuffs. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Shout Engine. You can find us everywhere out there on the web. You can just uh, Google us and get in touch with us and check out our blogs, check out our webpage, check us out. So for Geeks with Kids uh, this week, uh, I've been your host, Aaron. And uh, Mark, thanks for joining us uh, again. You can come uh, You can listen to me regularly on Dance Robot Dance. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play Store. I think we, uh, we cross-link to each other on Geeks with Kids a fair bit. Yeah, so, we sure uh, do. If you like, if you want, if you want a little bit more of a foul mouth kind of experience, mm-hmm. come on over to Dance Robot Dance. Uh, <laughs> we're on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, yeah, come over, listen to us too, mm-hmm. please, and listen to them. Uh, yeah, listen to them. Uh, 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 have fun with Christy too. You know, <laughs> teasing her. We love her. Christy. We love <laughs> Christy. We love Christy. Oh man, I can't believe we made a whole Geeks with Kid episode without, you know, making fun of her or teasing her or anything. Aww. We didn't. Uh, also, we didn't actually steal any dance robot dance bits, so we're doing very well today. Because awesome. Usually, it's Spears. Usually, Spears comes out and uh, steals yeah. one of our bits. Yeah, he's he's been busy. Everybody's been busy the last couple of days. We're gonna have to get uh, get the get the band back together at some point around Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. We're uh we're rock- we're rocking the uh we're rocking a three man team lately so it's been uh it's been a lot of fun but yeah 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 we'll do this this crossover this crossover is coming I feel it like yeah. a like a Doctor Who Christmas episode oh Doctor Who Christmas episodes darn it yeah. that actually looks like it'll be very good too oh yeah, yeah. I don't think there's ever been a bad uh, Doctor Who Christmas special. I don't think. And uh, again, James, thanks for uh, filling in as the uh, as the Chewy, as always. That is my pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> and we'll save our, our foul mouth, uh, you know, beer swilling until we can actually do it in person. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I need to swear so badly. 2016, you're two, done. All right. Two weeks. Two more. Wait. Two weeks. No. No, it's about Three a month. About you a got month. a month. Yeah. Uh, less than that. It's it's November twenty eighth, so, so <laughs> you yeah. have a month. We got a month. All right. So close enough. So let's keep the drinks flowing and twenty sixteen keep your head down. Alright, so for Geeks with Kids, have yourselves a good evening. Majram everybody, good night. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs>